0: Yes. Great, great, great. Golfers, what's going on? Welcome back to the podcast. Tim Connor here. I'm burning the midnight oil. I'm staying late. I'm recording this pod for you. So if you dig this podcast, leave it a review, share it with a friend. If you're into hard work, if you're into playing better golf, if you're into doing things the right way, this podcast is for you. Plan your work, work your plan, do the little things every day that add up to the big things and uh, get to where you want to be going. What's up, you guys? I'm a golf coach, golf instructor. I've done this for my whole career. And uh, this podcast is kind of my chance to rant and rave about the things I get to see and learn every day in golf instruction. It's a fun path, it's an interesting one, and uh, I love helping people play better golf. That's what I do, that's what this podcast is for, so let's get it rolling. I'm going to bet you're doing this wrong. I think that's what I'm gonna title this podcast because this is one of the most popular first lessons I give and it will set you up for success as you move through your golf swing. Now, let me uh, break through my, my protocol for helping a golfer. The first thing we wanna do is move well. That means moving like a golfer. That means turning your head or turning your hips and your shoulders while keeping your head relatively still. That means having a gentle weight shift into your trail side and then having a strong weight shift into your lead side and moving through into a balanced finish position. We're going to keep our head relatively still when we go from the address to the hitting position. And then once we move through the hitting position, the head will stand up and move from there. So step one is move well. Step two is to create good contact. Creating good contact means two things. It means you're hitting the ball near the middle of the club face and you're hitting the ground in front of the golf ball. Assuming your ball is on the ground, which is most of golf. If your ball is on the tee, then we're sweeping it off that tee. All right, so good contact means hitting it near the middle of the face and hitting the ground in front of the ball. And then step three is having a club face that's relatively square and controlling our pattern or our ball flight dispersion. So step one is move well. Step two is to create good contact. Step three is to learn to control our dispersion. And that's a combination of our swing path and our club face that create our shot curvature. Step four, nobody ever graduates out of step four, which is skill development. Skill development is a very deep rabbit hole. It basically means we have a relatively functional golf swing and we're using that golf swing to really own it and understand our golf swing and the things we do and how to use that golf swing to make the most of it. It's a really, it's a really fun phase to be in. I want you to understand that because maybe if you're working through some stuff, maybe that will help you work through some stuff. And if you don't have any order of operations for your decisions, maybe that can give you a little bit of guiding light, guiding principles. It's what I found to be the most productive. There are times when you need to interjoin those things or work on them a little bit out of order but that most often is the, the best order of operations I've found to create sustainable progress. Now, all that is really leading up to this, why well, I bet you're doing this wrong, which is taking the club away wrong. Common mistakes taking the club away. Many people start their swing with their arms and their hands and they end up fanning the club face open. This creates a host of problems. And the main problem is basic motion, moving well we're not doing that because we haven't invited our body to the party. And what's going to happen is we're going to end up playing catch up with our body and things are going to be out of sync. Our time is going to be out of sync and our tempo is not going to be that good. All right. So your takeaway really sets everything up to be good. It, It necessarily won't make you a tour player overnight, but it's a really foundational building block that can solve a lot of problems by having a solid takeaway. So I want you to have that because why wouldn't you? So moving well, we want to start everything simultaneously. Our hips, our shoulders, and our arms, they should all move together when we take the club away. If you have never experienced what that might feel like, something I'll ask people to do and I'll do my best to coach you from with my words is we wanna kind of like have our arms long and straight, have our arms kind of pinched to our sides. And if they're pinched to our sides, they're kind of locked in. And from there, we're gonna just turn back, starting with our hips. Your hips are at the center of your body. And if you start with your hips, everything will follow. All right, so I want you to start back for right-handed players using your right hip and let your shoulders and your arms follow. It's a fantastic way to practice good movement and to get the club taken away the right way. And we don't have to manipulate your arms or your hands at all. You can basically just move your body and it will put your arms and your hands into a really good position, assuming you're keeping your head relatively still. Now that's an assumption, right? But if you need some feedback, you can put something next to your head or, or have anything nearby your head so you can kind of watch to see if you're moving laterally or up and down. But if you're keeping your head still and you're turning everything together, I bet you're in a really awesome takeaway position unless you've manipulated your hands, which sometimes happens. What I want you to have here at this awesome takeaway position is our arms, my body, and my hips. My arms, my hips, and my chest, they've all turned together. Now, when if I, I'm to look to the right and I'm gonna glance at my club face, I want my club face slightly canted towards the ground. About the one o'clock position, if we're to go behind that player, and put a clock up there. The leading edge of the club is gonna roughly match up with our spine, which is gonna be tilted down, say, 20 to 35 degrees. And that can change a little bit depending on your club. With a driver, you're standing taller. With a wedge, you're gonna have a little bit more forward bend. So that's kind of a nuance of that takeaway. But it all leads back to the same thing. It's foundational movement, foundational movement. We're not manipulating the club. And if we're not manipulating the club, we're much more likely to bring it back to be square. I've heard a Tom Watson quote, and uh, I don't know that I'm quoting him verbatim, but I heard him say at one point one of his favorite thoughts was to keep the club pointed at the ball while he was taking it away. The sweet spot. And if you watch the sweet spot of your iron, and when you swing it back, if it points at the golf ball, chances are your club face is square or even slightly closed. Both of which I prefer to a club face that's rolled open. Playing with a club face that's rolled open is very difficult to recover from. And most of the golfing public struggles with a slice. So if you struggle with a slice, we're never ever going to open that club face. It's just not in our conversation. We want the club to be square and or closed, and we want to set ourselves up for success. And we want to make educated decisions based on what we see going on with our ball flight. So if we have a ball that curves to the right it's better to have a club face that's more closed than more open. Now, the ball flight thing is, it's a very deep rabbit hole because a lot of your ball flight is dependent on good contact. If you don't have good contact, you're really not getting an accurate reading on your ball flight. And if you're not getting an accurate reading, you can't have an accurate diagnosis, so on and so forth. But what I want you to take away from this podcast is the basics never go out of style in fact the better you get the more important the basics are you don't just get to a point in your life or career where you graduate to this really super advanced things that nobody's ever heard of the basics just become that much more important and your ownership of those basics and your mastery of them become that much more important Uh, the best players in the world they take the club away with their arms and their body in unison. The worst players, they generally get their arms going and their body's going to play catch-up. Very uncommon that a player is going to do the opposite, which is start too much with their body and have their arms play catch-up. So you can think about that when you're practicing. You can try to exaggerate it. And uh, if you got to a point where you kind of overstarted your body going back, well, I would call that a good player problem. And we want to have good player problems. Good player problems are... Um, It's a good thing. Your takeaway is part of your foundational movement. It also leads to good tempo and good timing. Creating, when things move out of sync in the very first eighth of your golf swing, you're stuck playing catch up. So don't do that. That's not cool. It's not gonna help you out. It's gonna make the game harder and you're gonna have to hit more golf balls just to time up your shitty golf swing. That doesn't make a lot of sense. So let's be logical. Let's put the work in. Let's do the little things that add up to the big things and um, keep hammering away towards your golfing goals. A little mindset check as you're working on this stuff. Just try to focus on the process. Your golf shots will be a product of you and how well your processes add up and are owned. Focus on the process, have fun. Golf is supposed to be fun. It's a large chunk of our recreation. If it's your number one recreation, it takes up a lot of time. So have fun while you're doing it doesn't need to be stressful, have fun, swing hard, hope for the best. I appreciate you for being exactly who you are. Leave this thing a review, share it with a friend that helps more than you know. I want to pour gas on the fire this winter and really grow this podcast. It's time. I just, uh, it's time. It's been fun. We've grown it a lot. And the next step is going to be a fun one. I will catch you back here same time, same place next week. He's crazy.